listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Kirsten is on the show for a second time, and she is here, and I'm so excited. I am doing so well, Elena. Thank you so much for having me. Again, it's a pleasure to be here, and this is my first podcast to kickstart 2024, so I I couldn't ask for a better host. Oh my goodness, you are too kind. Well, 2024 is going to be an excellent, excellent year. And I'm so glad to be spending the first recording with you, Kirsten, and because we, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is women and EVs. And I know you have all of the data, all the insights, everything that, that folks need to know. And obviously, I'm very passionate about this topic. But before we get into it, I want to give you the opportunity to just Cliff Notes version of who you are, what you're about, and what you're up to. Yeah, well, so I'm Kirsten Von Bush. I'm currently the Director of Product Marketing with Experian Automotive. And my background, my history has been all things automotive for 20 plus years in the industry. So I'm happy to chat about EVs today. And I'm certainly passionate about the topic of women in automotive. I'm just so happy to know you and to call you friend. So it's a big old love fest here. Experian um, has really done a great job of putting out some really impactful data that I feel that maybe outside of people in the industry don't really know about. Kirsten would love for you to talk about what the data is revealing when it comes to women buying or not buying EVs as compared to what it looks like for men, because there is this huge gender gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there is. So at Experian Auto, we track a lot of information on the industry, of course. And, you know, as we look at the top five OEMs, based on new retail electric vehicle registration. So clarifying that this is new retail data, right? I mean, we have insights about other um, markets, but for today's conversation, we're looking at new retail. And as we look at this quarter over quarter, year over year, for a point of reference, males currently register 60.17% of new retail vehicles. And females register 39.83% of new retail vehicles. So that is overall, all new retail. Now, when we look at the electric vehicles, and by electric vehicles, I mean pure electric vehicles, so battery EVs, males account for 70.56% of new retail registrations and females account for 29.44% of new retail EV registrations. So there's a big difference between those numbers, you know, with overall male registrations for new retail being 60% and male registrations for new retail EVs being 70 
So as you said, quite a big gender gap in that space. There's a huge gender gap. And then that leads me to my next question as to why. (laughs) Any bullet points that come to mind as to why do you think that might be? And then I will preface this also with, I did um, an interview with, you know, uh, Michelle uh, Pirog from uh, My Fleet. Yeah. So we just did an episode of like how she bought her used Tesla, loves it. We dabbled a little bit in this subject. She told the story about having to go to a a mall basement garage area to charge a car and was like my spidey stance was tingling this didn't feel 100% right yeah well and I listened to Michelle's episode and I vividly recall her describing that situation at the mall and she had to go there to charge it and she's her hesitancy around that and so as a female as someone in the automotive industry just anecdotally as well. I can't say that I have a consumer survey to back this, but I think there's a couple key things um, that really are impacting that gender gap for registrations. One is range anxiety, right? And we know range anxiety is an overall concern with electric vehicle buyers, or I should say is preventing people from purchasing the electric vehicle. But from a female perspective, um, you know, Michelle's example of, well, where am I going to charge it? And is it going to be available? And I mean, from my perspective, are my kids going to be with me? Will I have, you know, children in the vehicle? All of that plays into the decision. And Well, I have lots of electric vehicle data and knowledge. I will tell you that I am not currently an EV owner, not because of lack of interest, but from a model availability perspective. I have three children and, you know, they're now of the age where they're in booster seats, but at one point I needed three car seats and just not all vehicles can accommodate that. And that's another concern. We haven't had as much model availability in years past in the EV space. And then certainly there's the affordability um, aspect as well, where, you know, a electric vehicle is a higher priced vehicle in the market. I want to go back to what you talked about with the EV model availability, because I think that's a really great point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially in this year coming up, there are going to be a lot more EV models being released, which is which is exciting. Um, but, you know, all of the data, obviously, that you've collected is is from 2023 and prior to 2023 or what what was the date range? So what we looked at, Alina, was for 2023, and just to clarify, from a registration perspective, probably everyone in auto is aware of this, there is going to be a little lag time in that reporting. So we have not yet published full 2023 EV data and results as we are looking for that final information from December. So anything that I reference for 2023 is going to be through quarter three. But we did look at this year over year, quarter over quarter, going back to 2018. And those overall percentages that I mentioned, that gender kind of gap um, is really consistent over time. I mean, in 2023, at the end of quarter three, it was that 60.17% for males overall, right? Um, 
And in for EVs, it was 70.56. And when we look back at quarter three, so taking into account any seasonality, the same quarter back to 2018, for example, the male overall number was 57.86, so within three percentage points, right? and the male EV number was 71.88, so within two percentage points, so really consistent over time. I know I'm jumping around a ton, mm-hmm. and bless you for, ke- for keeping up with my stream of consciousness right now, um, but so household data talking about married versus single, right? So we have a lot of households where, okay, uh, you know, my husband and I, we have an EV, but maybe it's registered in, uh, in his name, but I'm also on the insurance and I'm also driving it. We start to get a little nuanced here in the data. So I want to provide all the details, but I'll try to keep it as high level as possible as well. So if we're looking at registrations, when a vehicle is registered, let's say if I go and buy the vehicle myself, it's registered to me, Kirsten Von Bush, it would be recognized as a female registrant. If my husband went and bought a vehicle on his own and he was the only one on the vehicle, he would be a male registrant. Now, if we buy the vehicle um, and we're both registered on it, then we need to make a decision. And what we do is we take into account the first person on the registration. So if I was listed first, it'd be female. If my husband was listed first, it would be male. Okay, so pretty simple and straightforward. So now someone can be, you know, whether married, cohabitating, right, whatever that may be. We wanted to kind of normalize this where we're like, all right, we see this big gender gap between male and female, but, you know, it could be that um, a couple purchased an electric vehicle together and just the man was listed first, the female was listed second. We still see a lot of that um, in the industry as kind of a default registration. So what we did was we we looked into married and single females to try to kind of normalize that. So when we looked at female married registrants, they register 35.62% of new retail vehicles, okay? Single females register 42.09% of new retail vehicles, okay? So married females, 35%, single females, 42% overall. Now, when we look at that for new retail EVs, married females had an even lower percentage, 26.1% of new retail EV vehicles. And single females still registered only right at that 30%. 30 30.52 is the exact number. So all of this to say that when we took into account and drilled into the detail of married versus single, it still held true where females are registering married or single, a much lower percentage of new retail EVs than males. Wow. I feel like now I have a PhD in 
<laughs> gender relationship with EVs. No, I'm so glad that you broke that down because then that also leads me to the billion dollar question is, are automakers looking at this? Do they care? Well, I certainly hope they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I, I hope. Were doing that, I, I, I hope they are. And based upon the depth and detail that they review and analyze information for marketing purposes and for audience activity for any type of marketing campaign they're doing, I can only assume that they are. And um, I can tell you that in quarter three, so the top five manufacturers for electric vehicle new retail registrations were Tesla, Chevrolet, Ford, Hyundai, and Nissan. Tesla having the majority of that market share, the quarter three exact number was 57.94% for 2023 quarter three. And the Tesla statistics and numbers mirror those overall trends that we've been talking about and going through, where the new retail Tesla registrations for males were right at that 70-ish percent, 71.47%, and females were at 21.53. So right in line with the overall piece. Males in general register a higher percentage of new retail Lucids, Porsches, and Rivians. So that's really interesting. And, you know, how are they marketing those vehicles? And then from a female perspective, though, females register a higher percentage of electric Mazdas overall. The highest percentage for females is in the Mazda space. So um, again, anecdotally, I can't speak for the OEMs, but I can only assume that they are looking at this and they would be leveraging this for increasing their market share and their market share with females. Mazda, that's a surprise. I feel like Mazda is such a sleeper. Like what? Yeah. That's so, mm -hmm. that's that's kind of random. But see, again, this is this is why I wanted you on the show because this this type of analysis, this type of data is so crucial to understand the big jigsaw puzzle of why don't more people drive electric vehicles, mm -hmm. right? And we know that in general, women have a lot of influence when it comes to that household vehicle. Kirsten, I thank you for your time. Where can folks reach out to you on the internet so they can stay connected to you and learn all the good stuff that you got going on? Yeah, well, I'm certainly on LinkedIn. Anyone is um, welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn and also to stay informed about these insights and this data. We last year published an EV year in review, high level stats information about the EV market. In the fall, we put out a half year update. And when we have all of the 2023 information, we'll be doing a year in review and a a comparison for how things have shifted and changed from 2022 to 2023. So please check out Experian.com Automotive for our latest thought leadership information in this space as well. I love it. I'll make sure that those are in the show notes. And yes, I love the reports that you put out and I regularly check them out. Um, They're so, so great. So if you're not already subscribed to that list, I highly recommend it. Again, I'll have that in the show notes so you can go and subscribe. 
Kirsten, you are a joy. You make my heart so warm. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. And yes, I'm looking forward to seeing you in sunny Las Vegas in, well, just a little bit over a month. Viva Las Vegas. Here we come. And we are going to be doing, oh, your third appearance on this show. And it's going to be amazing. Sounds so good. Kirsten, thank you. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. That's EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. Until next time, keep charging forward. Word.